Welcome to Category Visionaries, the show dedicated to exploring exciting visions for the future from the founders who are on the front lines building it. In each episode, we'll speak with a visionary founder who's building a new category or reimagining an existing one. We'll learn about the problem they solve, how their technology works, and unpack their vision for the future. I'm your host, Brett Stapper, CEO of Frontlines Media. Now let's dive right into today's episode. Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening. Today, I'm speaking with Jonas Overgaard, CEO and founder of AnyDay, a payment startup that recently raised more than 4 million euros in funding. Jonas, thanks for chatting with me today. Thanks, Ben. And thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem. So before we begin talking about what you're building at AnyDay, let's start with a quick summary of a bit more about who you are. Sure. Born and raised in Denmark, moved back to Thailand in 2009, where I lived for, for 10 years, and then I moved back to Denmark again. I have 12 years in e-commerce and deferred payments and started off with building up an all-around digital agency and then moved on to build an app platform with the intention to give everyone the option to build their own app on a subscription-based model. And today I'm co-founder and CEO in AnyDay, which we started back in 2020, January. Amazing. So that's a perfect segue into AnyDay. So let's talk about it. In simple terms, what do you guys do? We give the consumer the opportunity to split their payments into four equal bytes while paying the first installment right away. That's it. Got it. And is that, you know, buy now, pay later? Does it fall into that you know, terminology or yeah. what does that look like for you? Or how do you think about that? Yeah, so we are definitely a deferred payment, buy now, pay later company. But the whole idea when we started was to make a BNPL service for the consumers. What we saw in the market that was needed was to give the you and I a deferred payment option that we want to use ourselves. I want to use myself to be upfront. And I do think that the most important thing for us was to, we already know that we create a ton of value for the merchants in like higher basket size, AOV, increased conversion and so on. So we thought it was fair to say to the merchant that they had to pay a premium on the transaction fee. In other words, they had to pay a little more than they do on a normal credit card or a normal card transaction. And then mm -hmm. the flip side of that is that we could offer it totally free for the consumers. That would be the reason I want to use it myself. Got it. That makes sense. And I feel like the buy now, pay later market just exploded with COVID, it seems. You know, maybe that was just like the rise of everyone shifting spending over to e-commerce. But I feel like there's just a lot of companies in this space. What are you doing to you know, differentiate from all of those different companies and you know, separating from all that noise? It's a good question. Well, I think, first of all, we only withdraw the installments in the end of the month when people actually receive their salary. That could sound like quite basic, but well, in our terms, we know that around 25% do not have money in their account before they actually receive the next salary slip. So therefore, we thought that it would be appropriate to actually withdraw their installments when we know that people are getting salary. Besides that, we do have a quite high credit limit, around 4,000 USD. And the reason to have the, quite, the higher credit limit is because we are doing a solid credit desisting of the customers mm -hmm. before they actually buy. So by doing a credit desisting deep dive on that, then we can actually make sure that the ones who can afford to have a high credit limit actually can use any day. And therefore, instead of it being used to buy a pair of sneakers, which you can do, you can also use it when you have to make bigger purchases. Mm, got it. Okay, yes. that makes sense. Yeah. And on your site, you mentioned ethical installment plans. Can you define that for us and you just walk us through what that is and what that means? I think the key for us when we started was, again, to make a deferred payment option we want to use ourselves. So the moral compass for us was always to be on the consumer side of things. 
So mm -hmm. I think the ethical stance, we one, we said that you'll be withdrawn your installment when you have salary in your account. The other mm -hmm. thing which is quite important for us is that we don't approve everyone. We normally, the other peers out in the market, they, you will see that they approve 80, 90% of the application coming through, where we mm -hmm. approve roughly 50%. So the reason for us not approving everyone is because we don't want to lend out to the ones who can't afford to pay us back. Simple as that. So what we mean about ethical payments is that we want to place ourselves as a premium deferred payment solution for the UNI, where we, again, are not giving out loans to the ones who can't afford to pay them back. We would rather see the customer paying us back than not paying us back. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a good business model. We want to get paid back. Exactly. But I think in basic, what's important for us is that we would rather decline a customer if we can see when we're doing a credit desisting of the customer, if we can see that they cannot service the installment they are upon to take themselves, then we would rather decline them and tell them that any day is not the service for them to use instead of just approving them and then they will default and then they'll be charged in APR and yeah. Makes sense. And, you know, in the U.S. market or U.S., you know, the government's been holding hearings lately on BNPL. Are you seeing similar you know, political pressure in Europe? Yeah, definitely. We're already seeing it in the U.K. And in general, we're seeing it in all over Europe, also the local governments around Europe. I do think that the highlights from, from these regulations to be is that credit desisting before lending out, making sure that the customer can actually service the installments they're taking upon themselves. And that is something AnyDay is already doing today. So we are welcoming these regulations. And we actually do think that when it comes to make credit decisions, that is important to make sure that you don't lend out to shoppers or consumers who can service the installments. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And who's the dream you know, customer for you? Not the end consumer, but you know, the types of brands that you want to work with. Is there a specific niche that you're really focused on right now? I would say that we work really broad with the brands. Mm -hmm. Of course, we do have some big merchants on board and we love to see the big merchants taking in day on because basically what we are saying is that the merchants have to pay a premium on the transaction fees. So we want them to get the credit for the responsibility they're taking by offering any day. So when they offer any day, they are paying for the consumers to have a deferred payment option. And we also do think that that is the future for deferred payments. In general, we are looking really broad on it. So yeah, we have a lot of small, uh, medium-sized merchants as well. But I think what's important there is to help the whole ecosystem when it comes to, to both retail and e-commerce. So you can both go into a big brand store, but you know that you can use the in-day service on smaller merchants as well. And what we are seeing is that shoppers in Denmark and over Europe, of course, you have Amazon coming in, but you also have these smaller mom and pop stores offering like their kind of service and products. And we really want to support that as well. So we don't have a favorite in big merchants, but we welcome them. Got it. Makes sense. And how much traction have you seen so far with the merchants that you're okay with sharing, of course? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, well, Keeping in mind that we are born out of 2020 and 2021, we started to onboard the first merchants in, in Denmark. But today we have roughly 2,000 merchants in Denmark. We are launching our in-store concept, which make it possible for the consumers to actually use any day, both online and in-store. And there we have plus 500 retail stores signed up. And what we are seeing on the shopper side of things is plus 30,000 shoppers active in Denmark by now, but we are going quite rarely here in, in 2022. So yeah. Wow. And from an in-store perspective, is that a separate piece of hardware that the store has to install or does that integrate into their existing hardware and, and POS system? 
Yeah, so it integrates into what they're already using today. We partner up with the MasterCard. So mm-hmm. all stores accepting MasterCard can accept an any day transaction. It just comes down to that they actually sign an agreement and it becomes an in-day partner store. So we use the MasterCard rails to drive the transaction through, but that also makes it possible for in-day to get out there much faster wow. because we Very don't cool. need all the hardware and all these things. Yeah, that seems like a complex business once you start adding in hardware. Yeah, exactly. And if we zoom out into the future, what do you think the future of buy now, pay later looks like? You know, let's say in the next five years from now, what is this market going to look like? Well, first of all, I do think that the reason that buy now, pay later in general have been so popular have been that the next generation of shopper have pretty much spoken up and said that they don't want to have credit card debts. They don't want to see revolving debt just running month over month, having no idea when, they, when they're paying off this debt. We have to keep in mind that buy now, pay later in general, at least any day's BNPL service is a short term. So we're not doing any cash payouts. We are doing an underlying service for a product you're buying, and we're doing it in a short period of time. So I definitely think that BNPL is not going anywhere. But with that said, I do think that the ones who's going to succeed in the future is is the deferred payment options where they don't have a business model based around charging APRs or charging late fees because they're withdrawn in the middle of the month or whatever it could be. Got it. Makes sense. And what's the next year look like for you? You know, are you spending outside of Denmark, going to the rest of Europe, coming to America? You know, what are your future plans? Coming out of Denmark, the normal steps are always to say like, well, the world is big. And outside <laughs> of Denmark, you have you have Finland and Norway and Sweden, of course. So that is, we are really Nordic focused right now. But in general, over the next year to two, we are European focused. We want to be the deferred payment option go-to for the European countries in general. We also think both the UK and the US market is extremely interesting. And right now we are following the regulations in the US and then we are determining on the next step from there. Amazing. And well, that's going right into, uh, I guess, Klarna's backyard, right? If you're expanding into Sweden. <laughs> definitely. And we're looking forward to it. We're keeping in mind that uh, Klarna is definitely uh, have been a player for, for a long time and they've proven the model when it comes to deferred payments. We do think that the times where you have a free product and then you can move the customer over to an APR-based plan later on or Really, like we do think that the transparency is needed. And, mm-hmm. and I think any day is a quite good supplement for that. I do not think that it's either though. Like mm-hmm. I do think that both Klarna and any day works both side by side because we are targeting consumers and not always the same consumers. Makes sense. And it's a massive market, right? So you need to have Definitely. competition. And I think that's you know, how consumers win in the end as well. Yeah, well, competition keeps us on our toes. So, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Amazing, Jonas. Well, I think that's all we're going to have time for today. Before we wrap, if anyone wants to follow along with the Any Day journey or get in touch with you, uh, where's the best place for them to go? Oh, it's definitely to go on inday.io or to reach out to us on all our contact forms we have and follow us on yeah, both LinkedIn and we can share in the bio all the links to, to where to follow Inday. Sounds amazing. Well, thanks so much for your time here. Really enjoyed this interview and wish you best of luck in executing on this vision. Thanks, Brett. And take care. All right, cheers. Keep in touch. Bye.